everybody. Welcome back to the Are You Kidding Me show. We're in beautiful Studio 84. Again, I'm Matt. He's Super Dave. Just a couple of buddies that love movies, TV, music, and entertainment. And i got to tell you, Dave, I'm really excited by today because we're going to be discussing Disney villains. And because of that, I've got a friend of mine who is a big-time Disney fan. She's from the Fort Smith area. I want to introduce to you Grace Andrews, the actress from the upcoming feature film, Men of Granite. Grace, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell us what you've been doing. Hi, I'm Grace. Um, so basically, like my typical job, I live in L.A., and um, one of the fun things I get to do is to work on a bunch of sets as a background artist, I guess you could say. So the people that help set up the scene and, you know, the people that you see walking down the street in front of the main stars or something, that's me. And um, which is a really cool thing to learn that it's not just normal people that you see every day. <laughs> um, some of my favorite shows that I've gotten to work on, I've done this probably for about the past, like, year and a half to two years off and on and um parks and rec is a really fun one that i got to work on awesome. i was on a valentine's day episode like i think from the fifth season mm -hmm. and i got to meet jim o'hare who plays jerry on the show and um i got to say hi to like rob lowe and awesome. nick offerman and so it was really cool how to is be rob lowe how's he <laughs> <laughs> he was fine he was good. <laughs> yeah he was nice i mean i didn't talk to him very much because but he has direct tv yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've seen the commercials, so, okay. Well, a cool thing was, that was, uh, when I worked it, it was about the time that the Les Mis movie was coming out, yes. and so, um, I think it was Rob Lowe that pulled out the trailer on his phone, and so I got to watch it with the cast, because awesome. they were right in front of now, me. Now, was it the real Rob Lowe, or one of his other It was the know, real one. Characters? It was the real <laughs> one. Okay, because okay. I have seen those commercials. He's lit early? Yeah. Rob Lowe. The real one. <laughs> yeah. I know, actually, a lot of, like... Because I was the oldest or the youngest one on set that day, and so a lot of like the older women that knew him from like the eighties were pretty jealous that I got okay, to stand I'm by him. Have to say, ouch, right there. I'm a really big Chris Pratt fan. That's sure. where I was and, about to ask. And so, yeah. and um, where I was standing, I was right behind the main cast, and so we're kind of towards the front of the stage, and um. I'm not extremely familiar with the show, but on that episode, he was in a band called Mouse Rat, yeah. and he, um, you know, gets up there and just, like, kind of spews off, like, ridiculous lyrics about, mm -hmm. like, building the park, and, you know, <laughs> it was just, it was hysterical, and it's not supposed to be, like, a really funny part. It's supposed to be kind sure. of heartwarming, because they made their fundraising goal, yep. and I'm, like, behind them, like, trying to cover my face without, you know, from laughing, but that's probably my favorite experience. I think that's so cool. I was thinking about Chris Pratt and his connection to that show, and we all know Jurassic World, and, you know, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, Chris Pratt. So is good. Like, I mean, yeah, not just. Did you like Guardians? I mean, oh, I love Guardians of the Galaxy. And one of my favorites I've seen in the last few years, and I was just shocked how much I did like. Everybody it. was shocked. You know, yeah, I didn't see that coming. Did not see no. it. Coming. A bunch of my friends said you got to go see this, and they kind of it's a it's a long story. The short version is they essentially kidnap me one night, and we all take off across town and we go watch this movie, and we're the only ones in the theater. And, I, and as soon as it's done, they all look down and they say, Dave, what would you think of the movie? And I said, it's the greatest night of my life. <laughs> it was just that good. I mean, I, I loved it. But there's a uh, there's a, a Weird Al song. And I know Weird Al is not quite your generation, but Weird Al still, he is, yeah, though. he's still around. He's still, he still had a number one album. I hear him on the oldies station. Yeah, he's an oldies, <laughs> he's an oldies but a, good, a goodie like us. But uh, uh, Weird Al has a, a song called uh, Lame Claim to Fame. 
<laughs> and that's his new thing. Now, see, your claim to fame, it's not lame. Ours is lame. <laughs> we know a girl that was on the set with Chris Pratt on Parks and Rec who's in Jurassic World. That's our lame claim. <laughs> but we're claiming it. We think that's pretty cool. It's, that's that's pretty cool. It's so sad. It took me until like maybe a year ago to realize that it was Weird Al, like A-L. And for Ouch. so long, I thought it was O-W-L, like Weird yeah. Al. Yeah. And I feel really bad. I've actually but... <laughs> had to just briefly meet Weird Al, and what what was cool is uh, that's again that's my line claim. To, uh, mm-hmm. But I, I never thought of like he was an ass. One of the things that I've known about Grace for a very long time is is that she's a super super Disney fan, and so <laughs> when we were discussing having Grace on the show, I figured what better subject matter to talk about because I mean everybody has seen Disney movies. Uh, well, when you're on a Disney show, yeah. what, what what better expert do we have access to? Because right? <laughs> I don't think we do. This is pretty cool. Well, and and and, and knowing Grace and knowing, uh, uh, or at least following her on social media, I know she's probably in Disneyland Anaheim. Probably I'm there at least quite a bit. <laughs> there quite a bit. Wow. Well, and also it doesn't help that my one of very good friends of mine she just got cast um, at Disneyland as the new Anna. Like really? Anna and Elsa from Frozen. And so with the perks of working at Disneyland or Disney World, you can get in your family or friends for free. Awesome. So probably be going there when I get home next <laughs> week. <laughs> we may have just picked up a much younger uh, demographic there, too. Yeah. I mean, the Frozen thing, obviously, huge. Definitely. And they're working on a second one, apparently. Is yes. that the yeah. rumor that, I mean... Did, did anybody not call that after they made, you know, a quadrillion I know. dollars? I was hoping they wouldn't one? just yeah. because I don't, you know, I don't think it's necessary exactly, but it'll be fine. Well, and it's, There's it's money, money to be made. There's <laughs> money, yeah. The feedback I got from everybody who's seen the movies is that, you know, th- there was a period or a lull in, in their movies. And then this brought it back to, like, you know, this the, was the huge. Lion King's, the, yeah, this mm-hmm. was huge. You know, the quality of movies. So Yeah. But today we're here to talk about the Disney villains, which mm-hmm. I was... Sort of, it was odd to me because I wanted to talk about princesses with her because I. But she's some of them as, might be thrown in as a villain, actually, <laughs> depending on how you look at it. So. But Grace had uh, the opportunity to portray Cinderella on stage as well as wow. Snow White and Into the Woods. If it was a Snow White Sleeping or Sleeping Beauty, Beauty. sorry, classics. Um, so she's had the opportunity to play princesses. So I thought that'd be a nice segue. But nope, villains it is. Well, nobody ever talks about villains, That's so true. we not? do. <laughs> <laughs> we do. Who's your Who's your favorite Disney princess then? Just to, uh, oh, gosh. do you have one? Um, there, can you narrow that down? I think Cinderella's kind of always been my favorite, but I really, really love Rapunzel also. Really? From Tang- I, Tangled's one of my favorites. Tangled's for really? Yeah. I, didn't, I wow. wouldn't have seen that one coming because no. that's a little under the radar, but that's that's good. It's And, and it's a little more uh, kind of recent, more back to your age mm-hmm. too. Like there was a time when uh, Rapunzel was, without Tangled's movie, I mean, yeah. it kind of gone away for a while. But well, awesome. you know, Snow White's a classic, cause, but it's also from the 30s and 40s, whereas, yeah. you know... Uh, yeah, I think I saw Snow White in the theater, so I get first row. That's how <laughs> You're yeah. not that old. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking, wow, this is in color, and there's styles and everything. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> but a little-known fact, too, is, is that Grace and, and her roommate uh, have also written a parody of, oh, yeah. of the Disney princesses Ooh. that... Were, was performed here in town um, last year. Mm-hmm. We love parodies, um, too. And, yeah. <laughs> and it was fabulous, and, and she, she was great, and, oh, and they you. were all great. Um, and it, it was a great opportunity for uh, the local community, theater group, uh, Young Actors Guild, to benefit from that. So thank mm-hmm. you on behalf of them. That was um, fun. Yeah, it was fabulous. And, and my roommate, years. Hunter, really did most of the writing, so I don't want to take credit for that, but I kind of helped him with, like, 
the fact checking, I guess you could say, <laughs> and like the costumes and stuff. So fact checking on a parody about the. Well, just when it comes to, you know, like if you're going to mention who the very first Disney princess is, you you know, you kind of have to check on those things. Because people are fanatics on Disney, like, you know, Mm -hmm. hardly anything else. They're going to call you out probably on that if you don't have that right. And they've done a tremendous job the last two years in that. And then we're eagerly anticipating the third installment. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. It's going to be a monster, but we'll see. But again, our subject today is uh, Disney villains. So we're, we're... we're going to uh, go with the top three villains. And again, top is in your mind, your list, how, how, however you And even villain, them. villain is uh, subjective because is it mm-hmm. the, is the best villain the one that is the best at being bad? Is that what, I mean, that's, that's, that's what that's I was wondering. Where I went with well, it, also yeah. I was kind of doing a little bit of research last night because I kind of forgot some of them <laughs> and you, you know, there are multiple villains in one movie. You know, you can have, like, like Cinderella, you can have, like, Lucifer, like the cat. Like, he's mm-hmm. evil, but yeah. he's not, like, the main one. Yeah, you yeah know? There's, there's, like, the, the henchmen and people that yeah. help. Yeah, and so that's sort of where I was going. And I, I as I was going through the list, uh, I really was sort of scratching my head. Uh, and I said, you know, what, to me, makes a good villain? And so for my list, one of the things that's a common theme in, in who I chose was they really had no redeeming value. They didn't come out of this and get... You know, no second thoughts. Or <laughs> they didn't get changed yeah. or like, wow, you know, you were right. They yeah. they they were just evil. Yeah. And, and so for for me, I'm gonna I'm gonna go kick off it. and go Scar from the Lion that's, King. That's that's one of mine. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And you know, with all of them, that's one of mine too. I'm surprised the first one you throw out with all the villains. Isn't that funny? Uh, that's just quite that, a bit because there's a lot of villains. I think there's a number of things. One. He was played beautifully by Jeremy Irons. Oh, so, I mean, they, they, the oh voice my gosh, so good. Yeah. yeah, And then, you know, the Hamlet story of Lion King in and of mm-hmm. itself stayed so true to it. But, again, it, it was written beautifully. Um, and I like any character with a scar. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know, he literally had a scar in his face. Well, That's cool. between that and your, your your hero, Darth Vader, with the, with his, his yeah, damage. Yeah, there's just a lot of connections. You just like that. damaged people. I, I mean, do. Well, <laughs> and I was reading, um, I love Pinterest, and so there are a lot of... We won't that against you, but... That a book? <laughs> I love Pinterest. <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of Disney fans on there, and so you'll find things from, like, Tumblr and all sorts of things, and there was one, and it was about Lion King, it was about Scar, and it was, like, where his name originally came mm-hmm. from and what the meaning is and his name really means garbage wow. and there was like a comment on it and it was like no wonder he's like so mad and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> why he went to kill his brother yeah he seems somewhat justified is that terrible to say <laughs> i find myself rooting for a scar a little bit well i mean with a name like mufasa you got one or two choices you're either going to be great or people are going to make fun of you yeah or you're so. in a reggae band or something weird that's uh, <laughs> there's not a lot of career choices there is there mm-hmm. no so but with Scar, yeah, I mean, he he sort of got you know uh, the short end of the stick, if you will. And uh, as he says, how does he say he's at the shallow end of the gene pool? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I wish I could say it like that, but uh, yeah. that's great. <laughs> yeah. And Jeremy Irons has played a number of villains in the. In, in I the think movies. he probably is a villain. In <laughs> life. I think that's probably in Die Hard Three. He played the uh, the bad guy in Die Hard Three, um, and and just. It was almost like listening to Scar when he was on the phone with... Uh, it's uh, weird, and you can't not associate that with him anymore at this point, which is, is a good thing, but it can be damaging. As you know, in, mm-hmm. in you know, an acting, you don't want to be so typecast. 
it's not like they say, oh, don't get that scar guy in here. I mean, and so it's not like that, but it, you always go back to those. Well, I think roles. the same thing with like John Goodman. You know, he does so many different mm-hmm. Disney voices, but you can recognize it in a heartbeat. And what is your iconic John Goodman then? What are you automatic, or just because you know it's him is what you're saying? You know, I it's- well, you know, if I see him like act or anything, you know, I'll be like, oh, it's Sully. From Monsters uh, yeah. Inc. or, you know. Yeah, you're right. I think that's a good point. Yeah. Well, and and they had that commercial not long ago with all the British villains, you know, uh, 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 Loki from... Oh, uh, yeah. And yeah, so yeah. It, was, it was basically saying, why is it always the British actors yeah. that play the villains? Well, yeah. they they can draw out their voice yeah. so mm-hmm. well. Give him an accent, he's automatically a bad guy. Well, yeah, yeah and that's Jeremy Irons, right? Yeah. <laughs> so... Um, so my number two, I'm gonna I'm gonna go is Jafar from Aladdin. Mm-hmm. Um, again, a guy who just really just okay. This is this is gonna make for a terrible episode if we are all the way like this, but that's one of mine too. Really, Jafar. Okay. okay. I, one thing I like the hat. <laughs> and he's kind of skinny and a lot of bad guys are usually the fat guys anybody that can put up with Gil- Gilbert Godfrey for that long yeah I mean, I'm, I think better. they filmed that separately like he's somewhere else but, I agree I, I was, love Jafar I was kind of wondering where to put Jafar because he is pretty terrible mm-hmm. and but he's actually not one of my top Re- not three. one of your top three I almost, okay. I almost put him there but I I'm was, intrigued I will tell you um, great he just movie was, he's just evil that's one of my favorite movies yeah. he's just evil yeah I mean, he's terrible and again, another great voice. You know? Yeah, definitely. A great villain's got to have a great voice. Or just well, and looking up the actor who voiced him, he's not like a a guy that you just go nobody Smith or something. Yeah, Jonathan <laughs> Freeman is his name, but I, I was looking through some of his credits and I'm going. And you know what else he's done? Jonathan that? Freeman. No, nobody does. That's just <laughs> that's my point. Yeah, he's not known. Yeah. yeah. Now on my third one, I did I did buck our. Uh, are animated. Well, ours are two for two, and you're one of the three already. Mm-hmm. So we're we're. But I had, to, I had to I had to buck our animated classification for this one only because of the movie uh, itself. Um, and I guess we should have prefaced that by saying we stuck with animated. We did characters. stick with animated this time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I picked Judge Doom from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Oh, you know I actually have never seen Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Wow! Ouch! Wow. You've got it. It's on Netflix right now. Do you I'm have sure Netflix? I do. That's you need I to think cue you need that to check up. It out. That's on Netflix, or at least it was the last time I scrolled it for six hours. It was on there yeah. again. Six Degrees of Separation. Christopher Lloyd played Judge Doom, the non-animated Judge Doom. Yeah. Um, I won't give too. I won't do a spoiler alert. That's but, all right. Uh, Judge Doom is in fact a tune. Mm-hmm. Um, so he is animated, and and because the film is animated and live action, that's why I felt like it, he could fall in there. Yeah. But again, no redemptive value whatsoever. Yeah. He didn't. He didn't change. I'm, I'm shocked that you just blew right past my Christopher Lloyd story. I'm not going to repeat the whole story, but my my one weird brush with fame was literally a brush with Christopher Lloyd. Well, I had a few, but I mean that that was the most awkward brush. But I've mentioned it in every show. We, I found we, a way to bring that we, in. We, in talk, we talk about stalkers, and, and Dave goes to Comic Cons, uh, mm-hmm. uh, and and Christopher Lloyd was at this con. And I'll let you finish the story, but it, that's pretty much I'm, the whole story. <laughs> no, it's not. It was a chance. Meeting I got to meet him the day before, in and uh, then I'm in the the very next day, and Comic Con is like sixty thousand people. At this event is a huge thing, and and I've and I've, I've probably told this on the show, and so that way people can um, hopefully I keep telling the story the same each time. And I'm a consistent sure. story because it's just kind of like a blur, you know. When you yeah. have that that brush of fame, it's 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 quick. But I, but um, in the I go to behind the staging area that's probably a restricted area, but I don't realize that. And I'm looking for the men's room. I go in, I use the bathroom, and I go over to the sink, and I'm 
washing my hand, I'm lathering up good, I'm rinsing off my hand, I look up in the mirror, and who do I see right behind me? It's Christopher Lloyd's also in the, oh my uh, gosh. the bathroom. And so I do what any, uh, you know, uh, uh, inappropriate fan would do, and I dry my hands, and I follow him out, and I say, hey, I got to meet you, you know, the day before, and have a picture made with you out by the DeLorean from, you know, mm-hmm. from uh, Back to the Future, and I said, any chance I can get a selfie with you? And he said, well, we're not really supposed to do that. I said, but come on, Neil, so I, so I go, <laughs> and I do it, and... Uh, that was I'll I'll repeat that story over and over. I probably have that story told at my funeral. So that not to steal from your uh, uh, you know doom version of Roger Rabbit there, but he's great in that. But just a huge fan of Christopher Lloyd. But in every role he plays, it's over the top. Mm-hmm. It is completely yeah. over the top. But if you have not seen uh, Roger Rabbit, if nothing else, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? If nothing else comes out of this podcast, redeeming. Watch and you that. watch uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I think it's all been enjoy. worthwhile. Yeah. It's all been worthwhile. <laughs> because that is a great... Uh, Bob Hoskins is in that. Yeah. Uh, of course, Roger Rabbit. <laughs> whoever whoever that is. But uh, Kathleen yeah. Turner is, as Jessica oh, Rabbit. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, okay. it's, it's really good. Yeah, I think you'll enjoy it. And they incorporate a lot of the, the animated cartoons. and it, A lot it of Disney connections. And actually obviously. deals with studio uh, politics and stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah, I believe it's okay. how Hollywood's really yeah. run. Is yeah. actually what you'll find in there. So go ahead. Uh, you had Scar on your I list. I did have Scar. Um, did we duplicate anywhere else? No. Okay. Nowhere else. So I have to disagree with the Jafar one. I think there's somebody far worse than Uh-oh. And it's Frollo from The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Ooh, yeah, okay. yeah. Way okay. worse. Scary. <laughs> terrible, scary. terrible person. No redemption. And a classic literary character, if I'm not mistaken, right? Mm-hmm. We'll call that from the uh, borrowed ideas category of Disney, <laughs> because they do tend to reach in the past and grab well, a lot of those classic stories. And the only reason it's so fresh on my mind, I watched it recently. I had the flu, and so I kind of went through and watched Disney movies um, not too long ago. And I hadn't seen it since I was little. And when I watched it, I was like, this is not a children's movie at all. <laughs> and I agree. Well, the thing with, like, Scar and Jafar, you know, they'll kind of have, like, funny one-liners every now and then. But Frollo doesn't at mm. all. It's all serious. And it's very, yeah. very dark. And very he, dark. He dies in fire. Like, really? <laughs> how he's can consumed. you beat that? He's consumed. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. 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 You have to rewatch. And he's now. a complete stalker. Mm-hmm. And, and the priest aspect is really creepy through the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And, and he's just cruel. The like, imagery so, so. and the flames. There's some like a, that is a really weird, dark twist for Disney to have for kids. I thought that was just like a little bit different. But you had the uh, the uh, flu with Frollo, huh? And mm-hmm. that's how you. I will, and that. I was like kind of delirious. I, I had such a high fever, and You're so blacking I was like, in and out. And <laughs> so I was like crying during the movie, and I like called my mom. I was like, "Why did you let me watch this?" And I was little, like now I'm traumatized. <laughs> yeah, but and again. All things Disney, we could probably do a series of episodes on, on, on all these different uh, avenues that we're going, but very dark for Disney, which is not... A little different. Yeah, them, I mean, even, especially... Even well, it has time, one of the best scores also, in my opinion. Really? That and Lion King. The score is incredible. Well, well Lion, and, King, and Lion King, I, I don't King, disagree with there. Yeah, I would argue with that. But I, sure. I'll have to rewatch that now. Uh, definitely now you did see I'm it. I'm petrified. I'm not gonna be able to watch that, but I will watch I mean, it's great, Rabbit. I'll watch it, it is. with the lights on. But. Yeah, I'm gonna watch you from Red Rabbit instead of <laughs> Too scared. <laughs> but a great, great villain though. You're right. Mm-hmm. And who voice do you know who voiced him or oh, I, okay. I didn't look that All up. Right. I wasn't that prepared. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, and then unless it's somebody really, really famous, we don't care. Yeah, yeah. We don't, yeah. Care. <laughs> we don't see their face anymore. We don't care. So, yeah. And, and then who's your third one on your list? Um 
All right, Alana's getting really into this, but Sean Yu, which is one of the Huns yeah. from Mulan. Okay. Oh. Another one that doesn't have any redeeming funny parts about him at all. He's just like a killer <laughs> and You terrible. know, it's interesting you say that because I was looking at it and mm-hmm. I said, hmm. And for some reason, and, and again, I'm going to get laughed at here in a minute, so be prepared. I love this part of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Is as I was going through the list, and and as odd as it is to say, I was like, he was just too, he was too much of a character. Okay. You mean in a Disney animated? Yeah. yeah. I know. In a Disney animated kind of way, he's too much. He of a has character. a hawk as his pet. I know. Well, so it's over the top, and he was opinion. just too big. Yeah, he is definitely big. Yeah. Now. I, I I can see that. That's to diminish the Mulan character a little bit too, in that weird. And he comment. growls like he barely says anything. He just growls like. Now, <laughs> now bear in mind, a lion is my number one villain. So that's true. Yeah, that's true. So that that wasn't the part holding you. It back, kills right? my argument right there. Yeah. But for some reason, I just couldn't pick. I just him. wasn't I a huge uh, Mulan fan. Oh, I love it. Mulan. Did you love yeah. Mulan? Yeah. See, really, that yeah. was just uh, I'm on the outside of that one because uh, it was all about girl power. And that's what I was wondering when she first feminism. said that. I thought maybe you connected. <laughs> Had Eddie Murphy as a but dragon. I, I mean, I just didn't. Go wrong with that? Yeah, I don't know what it was. I watched it and I thought, well, maybe I like this more. I watched it again. It just didn't ever jump. You know, it wasn't. It's not my top. Disney by any stretch. Yeah. It introduced Christina Aguilera as a, as, a, as a recording artist as well. Well, that's true. Big, big launch. Oh, You're that's right. true. That is true. Yeah. I'd forgotten that, but that yeah. that yeah, that may be the best part to come out of that. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. well, and um, Ming Na Wen portrayed voice Mulan, mm-hmm. and she's now on. Agents okay, now of did Shield. you just randomly pull? Oh, that I didn't up, know that. that no. That's Ming Na Wen. Ming Na Wen. She is on Agents of Shield. And she plays a, a, a very good character in that. Wow. And she's a well, that's interesting. Star Wars fan. Yeah. Really? And so she was. Uh, see, all things come back to Kevin Bacon and Star Wars. And yeah. Stuff. <laughs> and, and she was the voice for Mulan. Yeah. All right. Well, if you will watch, if you will um, promise the show here that you will watch Who Framed Roger Rabbit, I will go back and revisit Mulan. Because I'm pretty sure it's on Netflix. Now, if it's it not is. on Netflix. Not happening. I'm not. It gonna, is. Not. It's on Netflix, but it's great. It's so. so yeah, good. I'll give it another shot because I haven't watched it one. It's funny how you'll you'll kind of dismiss a movie, you go back watch it a little bit later. You know, maybe I've matured my Disney, you know, uh, ratios there, and I'll, I'll watch it. And maybe this time it'll, it'll be a little better. But that but that character is yeah. Oh yeah. Pretty nutty. Yeah. Pretty, oh, yeah. pretty, pretty crazy to say the least. And and driven. And that's the other thing about the villains is they're all driven. Driven to madness, but they're all driven. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So Dave, uh, we we shared the top two, right? Yeah. Uh, Scar and Jafar. You know me. I, I tend to cheat on these lists because I, it's just me. I, when I see three, um, I, I write seven or eight things. So I'm going to give you my my quick ones here. Oh, here we go. Here, Another rapid here, fire. Yeah. Here's a rapid fire honorary yeah. list. Ga- I, guest on. Beauty and the Beast. I thought about him. But I love that character. I actually have him on my other list. See, oh. I think I think he goes under like worst at their job. Kind oh, of I just thought he was. See, great I didn't think he was a villain. I just thought he was arrogant. He wasn't bad enough. Well, and I love the arrogance of it. <laughs> the arrogance of the man. I just love that. Character. He was arrogant and a stalker. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I yeah. just I love the whole thing where uh, you know no, no one does anything. Like not that stalking is good. we're not endorsing <laughs> stalking, but Gaston gets an honorary mention. And another one that I found kind of scary when I was a kid and has since made me, uh, there's kind of a, when you when you see this villain and you see people in real life that look like this villain, and there are people that sometimes look like these characters, that it really is a, is a uh, let's just say I have an aversion of that, but the uh, 
Queen of Hearts from Alice in Wonderland, Ooh. the old Queen of Hearts. The whole, you know, off with their heads, you know, and the I screaming and all that. Yeah. And uh, I mean, uh, she was scared. A Disney uh, decapitation, that's pretty serious business. I mean, that's you know, true. to say that they're going to cut their heads off and they actually all talk about it. It's a long Well, never scene. listens to reason either. Yeah, it's just a really weird character. And just that's uh, that was kind of frightening to me when I was a kid in a, in a weird way. The whole Alice in Wonderland movie freaked me out as a kid. Oh, I'm that's going to let you know. Oh, my gosh, one of my favorites. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I go that's back. Probably my favorite I go movie, back and forth. Sometimes I, I like the aspects of that, and then sometimes I'm like, I don't know. Am I just trying to make myself like it? Or, oh, I like the Mad it. Hatter. I like that that character is enough <laughs> to, to kind of draw me into it. i tell you one that I, I did. Uh, I almost hate to use the word research in this category. I just did a little uh, surfing on the Internet. And, and one that I came up I totally disagree with. But believe it or not, on some people's list of the worst villains for Disney is man from uh, Bambi shooting so Bambi's. I, I, I gotta give a shout out to my daughter, Floor. Yeah. She said, Dad, on your list, you gotta have the hunter from Bambi. And see, to me, <laughs> I just started laughing. How cold hearted is that? I just thought that's ridiculous. Man is not the villain. In now, she movie. did say that she was gonna go with him as a Halloween costume next year. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're the hunter. You know, you I don't think Bambi. I've ever seen the ending of Bambi. I know how it ends, but well, that's I don't not think even I ever in watched the ending, it. That's just how the whole thing, that's why Bambi is, uh, we'll say, independent, mm-hmm. is because the hunter killed. Uh, the mom, but uh, they uh, a lot of people said man. I think that's a whole new, you know, man, bad, animals, good, environmentalist kind of swing that people would even put that on our list. But I was like, well, lame. That, that doesn't yeah. get. You Wait, know. wasn't that in Pocahontas? It's in everything. I think yeah, there's a thing. But my and I and I, how could I not mention the number one villain of all time in almost every poll is Darth Vader? But I'm not going to put him down as Disney's number one villain because I haven't done enough with him yet. But they do own the rights now, so they have they have that That's to work with. Technically, he's a Disney villain, and technically animated because of Clone Wars yeah. and Rebels. So, mm-hmm. and everything that they do, and even if you count the games and everything that they're animated uh, to some we'll extent, allow. you know, yeah. <laughs> but I'm not even going to give them props on that yet because they haven't quite earned sure. their stripes on that one. Um, but I, but I am excited about that connection. Here's the one I picked of all the villains that, uh, and I'm going to throw this out as kind of the wild card. Sid from Toy Story. Sid, again, he's on my other Sid, list. Sid, I love that character. He's on my other really? list. Yeah. He's awful. I forgot about him. I love that. I love his maniacal voice. I love when he's sleeping. You know, when See, he's I just think he's sleep. the kid who needed a whooping. I mean, oh, I, I love yeah. how he wants to blow up the toys. I love the line where he says, I don't believe that, that uh, guy's ever been to medical school. I mean, well, he wants to be the doctor and... The way he, he well, does he's a great character, but I don't think he's a bad villain. I right? think I think because he's the villain in that environment. He's a villain to the toys. That's yeah. the perspective. He's a terrible, terrible. Yeah, person. to the perspective. Now, is this guy going to take over the world? No. Is it? Is he going to you know end the world? No. But it, but for a toy perspective, Sid's the worst thing imaginable. So I just See, love who, that who was the uh, who was the uh, Zerg? Yeah, Zerg. Now, that's a villain to me. Zerg's great. Yeah. But I see, Zerg is a softie anyway because, you know, him and him and Buzz are out there. At That's the, true. The, the knockoff Buzz. And the like, second I'm, one. Yeah, I'm going yeah. to play catch with my dad. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> Zerg becomes very soft. And it was a, it was a Star Wars it reference. It was definitely a Star Wars reference. I mean, yeah, there. So okay. that was my, that you've, was you've, my. You've killed you two of my list on the worst film. I have one more, and I was wondering if you would say it, but you probably didn't. Uh, I didn't think you would. Um, have you seen Princess and the Frog? Oh, I have not no. seen that actually. Well, it's That's, really underrated and it's is really, that the really one that wonderful. Takes place in Louisiana? Yeah. Okay. It's really, really great. Um, the witch doctor from it because Ooh, he, I've seen those images, but I haven't seen the movie. And he kind of reminds me of like Jafar in some ways, mm-hmm. but 
his whole song is about his friends on the other side. And Ooh, so he yeah, brings in, like, yeah. the spirits and everything, and it's just like, I don't really want to go up against that. One question <laughs> one question on that one is, is it on Netflix? <laughs> you, I don't... Because I don't know that I've seen that Actually, I don't think it is. You know how they do I those things on Netflix that are really cheap I, knockoffs? Mm-hmm. I think I've seen the knockoff. I don't think I've seen the other For that very movie. reason, I was debating Hades. From I was all debating I Hades that, also, I but that. I think I love to hate Hades also. Yeah, I think he's such character. a fun villain. And I like the look of it. It's very different, you know, the, the, the See, movement and the hair and everything. And I wasn't as big a fan as, of Hades in that as I was of Hades and Percy Jackson. Ouch. Oh, yeah. So. That's true. I love Percy Jackson. Well, what about going all the way back to Fantasia? Oh, and I can't well, even think of the yeah. name of that character, but that dark beast oh. character that's just basically pure evil kind mm-hmm. of thing. But, Literally the devil. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's probably it's 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 uh, animated, you know, evil incarnate, and it mm-hmm. changes all through the thing. When I was a kid, the original Fantasia, that's I thought terrifying. I thought that's you know because I thought very oh, yeah. good. I'd been out forever, but I thought well, it was with the classical score just amplifies that yeah. a lot. Yeah, so, it, yeah. It, that's enough to kind of freak you out the music back then. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're when you're real young, it yeah. Was, so so we have some. We've actually picked some that were one guy's best or, or one person's best and one person's worst. So that's where we knew there'd be a little gray area in this, you know. So have we hit on your worst? Um, as in worst as in like. Just So we did our best, right? Everybody's had ah. their best. Well, see, I night. put those under worst. Okay. okay. Because of like worst slash best at being a villain. The, the ah, best okay. at being the worst. Right. Or, yeah. See, and, and I then, sort of took it as, okay, these guys are labeled villains, but they're not good villains. Well, that's what I was wondering. So I've chose best as like the best villains to watch. Like you're, okay. like you yeah. love them so much. And my number one is Isma from Emperor's New Groove. Oh, really? Wow. That, that I, I do like that character. Oh, um, she's hysterical. And that's Eartha Kitt, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, who mm-hmm. is one Yzma of the and Kronk, plays, They kind of uh, go together, but she plays there's Catwoman back in the '60s. Well, and actually, that got them a whole. Uh, series, mm-hmm. right? Well, there's now, a sequel to that and a and, and a uh, television. The animated series, yeah. 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 Well, and I feel like that movie, like nobody really pays attention to it, but it's one of the funniest. And that's David movies. Spade, David Spade, that. and John and, Goodman. And John Goodman, that's the character. I was the guy who plays Putty. The guy who plays Putty. Oh, very distinct. Uh, oh, I can't. Kronk? He's Kronk. Kronk. In that? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's another voice anytime because he oh, does a lot of voiceovers for Disney, like, yeah. and it'll show his face, and it's just like it's him every time. Yeah. That base, he is so of engagement yeah. too. Yeah, and he's hysterical in rules of engagement with uh, mm-hmm. David Spade. You don't usually see guys at that level that can act, has the look. He's a he's a good looking guy and can do the voices. For yeah, him. he can. He's he kind of the trifecta of all that stuff. But very distinct, like you said. When you hear him, you know that's. I didn't know what his name was, but that's yeah. that's. I know who you're talking. Patrick about. Warburton. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, yeah he's awesome. And then, that's a great character, though. I yeah. love that character. Yeah. Um, the second one I had is Captain Hook. Mm, I definitely considered the Hook. I mean, yeah. he's a terrible villain, but I love that character. He's Again, so funny. From the animated Peter Pan, not the movie Hook. Yeah, yeah, right. and not this new uh, Jake and the Neverland Pirates thing. Oh, my no. God, that's like. <laughs> well, also, my favorite Peter Pan is the Universal one. That was like in two thousand four, and I have a gigantic poster of it over my. Is bed. that the one where the kid's hair sticking all Peter Pan's hair? Yeah, is all, yeah, I know, I know the visual. And it's but... um, oh my gosh, I can't remember his name, but it's um Professor Snape or not Professor Snape? Sorry, sorry, sorry. It's um Lucius Malfoy. From Harry Potter. Oh, okay. White haired, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, he plays the father and Captain Hook in that one. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That may be worth taking a look at. Yeah, He's great. Yeah. Well, and, and, and like I said, going back to your original uh, 
statement. Uh, Hook in the animated one. I mean, that was that was a tough one too. Pretty, pretty dark. Oh, by the way, well, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention. Definitely not Christopher Walken's hook from the live musical version. Ow. No. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I didn't even watch it. That was terrible. I don't like these live musical things they're doing on TV. I'm not a big fan. Uh, they're so terrible if you do them right. I just don't. Yeah. yeah but but does anybody, when they, when they, how about this? We'll make an agreement. If, if somebody does one right, then let us know. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm just, I, it's just not my genre. I can't, I don't know. I might be looking at something good and not know it too. Well, but, and I think um, Peter Pan is my favorite story. And so just to kind of like see the previews, I was like, you're just ruining it all. Well, you it. remember the Broadway version of Peter Pan had uh, Mary Martin. Yeah, which is Larry Hagman's. No, wasn't Larry, Larry Hagman's mom, mom or stepmom yeah. or something in that? But that's way beyond mm-hmm. your then, time frame. But, but that then, was the Broadway version. Then of they typically cast uh, or have been casting ex-gymnasts because mm-hmm. of their ability to go yeah, on you fly be and, and things of that. Well, that brings me, uh, it's kind of a weird circle, but we're covering all these different yeah. bases of, of uh, genres here. But what is the one that Kelsey Grammer is doing right now? Uh, oh, he right. is playing... Find, finding Neverland? Yeah. yeah, he's playing the Captain Hook alter ego and the person maybe that... Uh, uh, how these stories developed, obviously. Yes, so, yes. Mm-hmm. But they say that he's just knocking that out. Well, he's very good anyway, but that's a live show, and they say that it's just fantastic. Yeah. I want to see it so plays terribly. He just, uh, they just did an appearance on the Tonys, and it, it, his scene with Matthew Morrison was in it. Yeah, they're and, just yeah. they're just saying that he's, and it's oh, a different version of that. that. I bet that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah the, the development of that story, you would like that. Another so. guy who's got a voice for villains, too. So Yeah, and yeah. very yeah iconic. You can pick him out. That's awesome. Oh, also, um, I saw Peter and the Starcatcher on Broadway, and Christian nice. Borle was Captain Hook, and it was just, he blew it out of the water. Wow. I've, really? I've never laughed so hard in my entire it's life. It's a great character, but I bet it's very difficult to play, because now some iconic people have played it, and so mm-hmm. you're always going to be compared. Well, and as actors, i gotta, I got to tell you, the villain is usually the one that you can let loose and have the most fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and so sometimes it's, it's, it's kind of cool, like, you know, uh, even... Easier to sell, you think, or... You can have the most fun and let go, I think. Uh, yeah. Anthony Hopkins, when he was in Silence of the Lambs, I mean, that's, <sighs> that is just like the epitome of an actor yeah. just going with it. Or yeah. even um, James Spader in um, Blacklist. Oh, NBC. right. That's just an actor having a blast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's I, it's, it out. it's the most fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I definitely would be, and I'm not I'm not an actor. I don't do any of that. I, but you did I, stay at a holiday. I'm more of a critic. I'm more on the critic side. Uh, uh, but I would definitely see myself being the darker, more serious, direct, but also with a little bit of the arrogance comedic. Sure. You know, the, yeah. that's where I would like to play sure. most. I, that's how, and that's why, like, you know, you're talking about the hook. Hook's funny. I mean, yeah. when you think about Hook, it's funny, you know, in a, in a dark, twisted, going to kill you kind of way. Well, I think any <laughs> villain that has a sidekick is just kind of oh, something to be Oh, you're right. And, and if you go Hook, you got to go Smee. And yeah. Al- Smee is how Well, Hook the same be- with Yzma and Kronk. Yeah, yeah. How, can, yeah, yeah. how can you be that villain without that sidekick? You're, that's a good point. So who else do you got? Well, I have two because I okay. couldn't decide. But I have Mother Gothel. From Rapunzel, you know she sings oh. that mother knows best. That song, yeah, I think that's the best too. song. Yeah, so so good and Funny but creepy. And she's really crazy. Like mm. she's very very bipolar. But um, and Cruella. Oh, Cruella. Cruella. Now see, the Cruella didn't make my list. 
but it's because there's so many good ones. But Cruella is mm-hmm. great. I mean, mm-hmm. great. The cartoon version and what was the Glenn uh, Close? Glenn Close. Oh my goodness! When I first saw that that was coming out and the way that was cast, I thought, oh, I don't know about this, but she's great in mm-hmm. that. Well, yeah. and and that again, we could go a whole subject on taking animated to live action. Mm-hmm. Um, they tried to do it with Cat in a Hat. They tried to do it with Failed. Grinch. Yeah, Failed. I mean, you oh, know, Grinch, good. Yeah. yeah. So they've done a number of tries, you know. And Popeye. Eh. Oh, yeah. oh, golly. <laughs> Although underrated. Yeah, but yeah, even still. So those are good. Who as, you, a, as an actress, what would you rather do? Would you rather do an original character or an iconic character? Or I know mm. that's a, I mean, that's a, such a broad st- uh, question, but. I don't know. I think it would all depend on what the character is. Yeah, which one? Because some original character is just terrible, obviously. I mean, yeah. The well, and then the writing, too. Because you could have an iconic character and it'd be written badly. Yeah, that's true. I mean... Because everything's sure. about doing a different spin. Well, I think if yeah. it was, like, say, playing Cruella, I would never want to touch that. Yeah. Because of Clint Close. Yeah, that's it. But somebody but, has to step up to that at some point because there's money on the table, as we always mm-hmm. say. Somebody's going to reboot just about everything that's out there and take yeah. these iconic roles, and somebody else has to do that. And then you're under... You know, it's like the new, you know, Spider-Man, you know. Yeah. Uh, or, or Batman. They're probably, you know, we just did Batman an episode on, on Batman, yeah. you know. Well, after after there's such a uh, great uh, Christopher Nolan's version of, of uh, Batman, how do you who's going to step into that role? You know, J.J. Mm-hmm. Abrams with Star Wars. You know, well, you're not George Lucas, so you're going to be criticized right from the beginning. So I think I think for actors and actresses, the same way. Yeah. If, if you got this great role, you you want to, mm-hmm. but boy, you talk about under the under scrutiny when you do. So that. who do you got on your uh, worst? I tell you ones that I just that that didn't do anything for me is what I would say that I just thought these were just lame. They weren't bad enough. They weren't dark enough. They weren't they weren't scary enough. Uh, Governor John Ratcliffe from, from Pocahontas. Pocahontas. Yeah. I love Pocahontas except for those parts with him. He's just I don't like he's just him not, at all. He's not you know good. There's nothing scary. There's sure. a, he's not mean enough. I mean yeah. I know that. Sounds terrible because he is That's trying to. That's kind of how I felt uh, about Gaston. No well, thanks. yeah, and I guess the, if if Gaston wasn't arrogant, the arrogance is what pushed him over to my good side. All that is, <laughs> I, I'm a I'm a fan of arrogance uh, in an animated character is what I would say, mm-hmm. not the real life version. But yeah, John Ratcliffe character that the governor is just not. I, I understand that he's trying to take their gold. He, he's after the Native Americans. We can all get behind that. This guy's a bad guy. I get that, but. He's not. It doesn't seem threatening enough. No. I mean, maybe yeah. it's the fact they got muskets and everything. I'm just not. I'm not getting. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And and the singing and stuff. Uh, not a big fan of that part of that uh, great movie. And another one I thought just wasn't scary enough for the uh, uh, for the hero to be to really be heroic. You got to have a good. You know, if you want to be mm-hmm. a hero, you got to have. It's either a villain or nature or something. Mm-hmm. Man against nature. You got to be something. But uh, Clayton from T- uh, Tarzan. It's just oh. weak, man. Weak as oh. can be. There's just Can't not enough there. It's just it's a short role. It's not really big. It's not. There's only a few of them on the island. He's got to play that more than that. That just didn't ride enough there for him to really be doing anything. So I was like, I was bored with that part of it. You know. Okay, so Gaston, you and I agree on. Yeah. Uh, Sid Phillips and you, you and I disagree on. Ah, oh, Sid. <laughs> I just don't think he's. You but agree. we agreed that Sid was. Yeah, the, you guys did agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Wait, so what category are we under now? I'm on worst. I think they're all worst. mixed up now because we can't decide which is worst and which is best. But that's okay. Because like what those mean exactly? Yeah. <laughs> so for me, we're even conflicted making the list. So, so for me, <laughs> similar to you, where it's not it's not a strong enough villain. So I, I, my last one on that list is 
Stromboli from Pinocchio. Oh, see, I thought Stromboli was a uh, was a good one that uh, uh, was actually had a lot of uh, uh, opportunity there, and, and especially with going into uh, uh, another area and stuff, you know, that, mm-hmm. uh, to to distract Pinocchio. To yeah. me, I thought he was just like a Hollywood producer. Yeah. All right, hey, look, you're going to go work for me, and I'm going to keep the money, and here's here's a, a slug nickel. Yeah. But I love the food. What a cool name, Stromboli. I mean, that's I true. Love Stromboli. That's true. But that's also from a much more sanitized era of, of uh, animation, too. Now, be- yeah. bear in mind, kidnapping children is wrong. Yeah. And you get kidnapped a child. I mean, so, I mean, the Are You Kidding Me show is definitely against kidnapping. Yeah, we're not endorsing any of those things that happen in Pinocchio, pretty yeah. much from the get go. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, do you have any more on your list there? I have one more. Did, do you have any? I don't want, I'm not trying to save mine to the end, but I just know this one's going to be. Uh, I have a feeling you're going to like this character. Okay, go for it. But I, but I maybe I, I could be off on this. Ursula. Oh right. Terrible, terrible. Mm-hmm. I just am not a fan. And and to tell you the truth, I, I but you know I gotta I gotta say uh, Little Mermaid. You know it's not written for me. So you know obviously mm-hmm. that's part of what you have to really? factor. Yeah, I'm not the I'm not the you're not the core. Audience. I'm not the core audience for <laughs> Little Little Mermaid. So when I see that, and my favorite character is going to be Sebastian the Crab, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. and that or Flounder, or I mean, the comic relief. They're the they're the C three PO R two D two of of Little Mermaid. I like that kind of part, <laughs> but I'm not I'm not pulling for anybody in this, and I'm not even pulling for the villain. Just not bad enough. I I had an opportunity. Now I don't I don't live at at uh, Disneyland like you essentially get that <laughs> opportunity. I've, I've been to Disney World one time, and they had this really cool parade of lights, and then mm-hmm. Ursula comes through on this thing. And it just, you know, yawned. It just wasn't there for me. I yeah. Mean, so, what, are you a fan? I love The Little Mermaid. But um, as far as Ursula, I was kind of wondering about her, too. But she's another one of those characters that I really kind of like some of her one-liners. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, she, and the voice is good. And the, her henchmen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. I mean. Good or, are they, they're electric eels, Yeah, right? is yeah. essentially, yeah. The it's eels, cool. yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're kind of But again, to your point, yeah, as far as uh, villainous, you know. Not necessarily. I mean, she plays a decent antagonist, but... A little weak. There's yeah. one more, and I was kind of wondering, like, because my mom and I were talking about this, because I originally had this villain on my list, and I took it off because it's a new movie, but Maleficent. Ooh. And I was waiting for somebody to mention Maleficent, because... Yeah. And I'm mispronouncing it, I know. That's all right. But, um... Is it Maleficent? I, I, I probably Maleficent. can't even say it right. That's the... I didn't see the live-action version with Angelina Jolie, and it, based on the... the the teaser trailers, it, mm-hmm. they always made her appear to be not evil. It mm, Conflicted? It's it's kind of strange because, yeah, she has, like, evil motives in the beginning, but then in the end, it's kind of like Elphaba and Wicked. You know, she's just mm-hmm. misunderstood. Mm-hmm. I think and that... So, or now, are you talking about the character or Angelina Jolie? I think that's... I think you just... Character. I think you just nailed that. I think that's her. Yeah. Character. But, but that's, <laughs> that's the reason I didn't put her on there. I definitely thought that somebody would come out with... Uh, Maleficent. 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 Would you recommend that movie? Because I haven't seen it either. But I've heard I think good it's good. I think it's cool to see like another side of it. You know, yeah. but um, there was a lot it of wasn't, hype around. It's that. not I my favorite. It lived up to the hype because there was a lot of hype around that. Angelina Jolie did a great job. It was just like the movie itself. There were yeah. yeah, there were like a couple of um, like story plots. Not not plots. That's not the right word. But just like a bunch of like story elements that. I was just like, oh, I don't know if I like that, you okay. know, and so, but I mean, it's because it's all about like a prequel and, sure. you know, but it was just like, oh, I don't really care that much about that, <laughs> you know. 
Well, I mean, we've had a great time today talking about um, Disney movies, but Grace, you've got a great opportunity coming up in that you're going to be in a feature film. Yeah. Um, you're going to be uh, acting in a movie uh, called Men of Granite. Uh, getting ready to shoot here coming up in the next few weeks, if mm -hmm. I'm not mistaken. Where will that be uh, shot at? In Ohio. Wow. So uh, tell us a little bit about what the movie's about and sort mm -hmm. of uh, uh, the great things that are coming up. I mean, uh, we're just both super excited about the little bit that we've read up on. So why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, what it's about? Um, well, I can't disclose too much, but it's basically about a 1939-1940 um, basketball team set in Granite City right outside Chicago. And um, it's about this basketball team, and William Hurt is the coach of it. And um, there are immigrant kids from Armenia mm -hmm. and um, some other countries that come in and basically show how talented they are with basketball. And so William Hurt brings them on the team, and it's kind of like a rise from the ashes type of story. Awesome. So. Awesome. And what, what kind of deal was the, the – uh, non-disclosure kind of thing so so there's secret things going on here it's not very secret it's just i don't <laughs> That's what I, want to know, yeah. I just i don't really want to like scoop? get in trouble <laughs> yeah so um, yeah i mean obviously a studio's got certain parameters that they mm -hmm. they they have a marketing department so they can't necessarily yeah they don't want you to say it's this kind of thing and then someone else right say, yeah. and yeah. i mean i know the script i've you know it's a great script and everything okay, but i don't really want to stray too far from what has already been on the yeah, internet because if so. you tell everything that's happening in the movie too they want that to kind of come out in little dribs and grabs and stuff and that, that's mm -hmm. what I'm re regardless of the fact that we only have three listeners they yeah. don't want <laughs> yeah if you'll start listening yeah well, yeah yeah but we're building we're building and mm -hmm. again tell us some of the you mentioned william hurt uh, for those of you who don't know who william hurt is dave dave pulled up his imdb uh background but i think william hurt was in uh let's see uh, Goodwill Hunting, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I think so. He won an Oscar for something else. Well, that says a lot in itself. He won an yeah. Oscar, if I'm not mistaken, for the movie with Marley Matten, uh, Children of a Lesser God. Yes, 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 okay. yes. Okay. Wow. Um, you yeah. have scenes with him? Um, or, well, or that might be something you don't want to show. <laughs> well, I mean, just reading the script, you know, some of it is kind of like whatever the director's choice is going to be. Yeah, so. it, it has a little leeway, I guess. Yeah, so okay. I, I'm just kind of like Because that would be cool to, to be in a scene to, to interact with somebody who's won an Oscar. No pressure there, huh? Mm, I, mean, I know. You know well, Charlie McClain also is yeah, signed well, on to that's it. That's yeah. one of the things that, got, that has me probably the most giddy is, is you get to work with Shirley McClain. Or at least appear in the same movie. Uh, mm -hmm. Note note to Devin Dundee, our producer. Please edit out where Matt just said giddy. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll move on. Go ahead, Matt. Go ahead. <laughs> Not to so, uh, uh, again, uh, star of uh, uh, film and uh, also stage. Uh, mm -hmm. Just a, a wonderful, legendary actress. Yeah. Um, probably my favorite character she's ever played is... Weezer and um, uh, Steel Magnolias. Yep. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah think about that. You're right. <laughs> uh, greatest line ever. Yeah, take a whack at Weezer. Mm -hmm. uh, so um, I'm very excited by this opportunity. And you said you start shooting a couple weeks in Ohio. Yes. Um, tell us the character that you're playing. I play Betty, who is a um, like a little flirt. And she um, is the best friend to Kathy. And Kathy ends up having a um, kind of like love story with one of the basketball players. And so... I'm kind of like Kathy's right-hand gal and awesome. um, kind of have like some funny little 
you know, sassy comments every now well, and you're then. You're pretty high up on the uh, IMDb list there. You're not oh, on thanks. the, you know where it says see additional cast? You're on that first part. <laughs> yeah, I know. So for us, that's, a, that's pretty big. That's pretty cool. And uh, I'm kind of worried, though, because I know not all of the cast is listed yet. So mm-hmm. I'm sure Well, you may get bumped down long, a little, I'll... but you may, you know, depending on how it, how it goes. Uh, we were talking about uh, William Hurt. Uh, did he mention anything about being in Captain America, or have you actually had any interaction yet? Or I be... have not met any of the cast. Okay. I actually just met the director, Dwayne Johnson Cochran, a couple yeah, of Yeah, when I first ago. saw Dwayne Johnson was directing this, I thought it was The Rock. I, I did, thought, too. This is, this is going to be fantastic. <laughs> I thought this the is, same yeah, thing. Yeah, and then I saw the, that's not his full name. Yeah. But, um, but, yeah, the director, he's great. He's so, so nice, very, very humble. and um, Well, the fact that, that these, what I would call headlining people, William Hurt is huge. Like I say, he's going to mm-hmm. be in, in uh, Captain America. But he was known in the 80s for a movie called uh, The Big Chill. Yeah. And that was, that was a really big thing. But obviously, the win, a, win an, uh, an Oscar. And I, and I went way back on his list because he's an old guy like me. He was on, this is, I'm going to say this is his biggest thing. You know, now, now, again, this could be his new biggest thing. Two episodes of Kojak. Way back when. It was a two-parter. That's how I got on both episodes of those. So, and then, and then uh, you movie and acting gurus remind me, Shirley MacLaine is related to Warren Beatty. She's his mm. half-sister, if I'm not something mistaken. Something like that, Half-sister, yeah. brother. That's what I knew. There was something there. And then another person I saw was in this is, uh, what is the guy's name? He is... Uh, Dunn. Yeah, Kevin Dunn. Mm-hmm. That's a big deal there too. That dude has been around. Transformers. He's yeah. Uh, uh, also, Small Soldiers. You mentioned yeah, earlier. Yeah, that's one of my favorite all time. My kids grew up watching that. Small Soldiers. We love that movie. He's the dad that owns the toy store in that in that uh, movie. Have you seen that by chance? No. Uh, see, I, now to me, if I, I, I'm just that kind of personality, but. If I'm going to be in a movie with these guys, I'm trying to watch everything I can. Do you yeah. do that? Do you do that as an actor to kind of be, get familiar with their work? Or Somewhat, is, that, is that good yeah. or bad to do? No, I think it's good to like know their backgrounds and everything, but also I don't really want to create them so, so big in my head. So yeah, I'm that's a good kind point. of like freaking out when I meet yeah, them. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. So, I mean, if they're on like, like five movies on Netflix, again, it's like a commercial for Netflix. Mm-hmm. That can be a little intimidating. But just like I said about yeah. the Oscar, wow. Right, I just mean, knowing that, that but also yeah. like, I mean, Shirley MacLaine, like, I mean, I know her from other things, but just still Magnolia's in itself. <laughs> that's a big it's kind deal. of intimidating. Yeah, that's a big deal. Yeah, yeah, not um, tons like yeah. <laughs> person that um, I'm really excited to meet is Aiden Gillian or yeah. Gillian. He um, is from Game of Thrones, and oh, okay. he. Um, I've only seen the first season of it, but I know a lot of my friends are very, very big fans yeah. of that show. Yeah, oh, it's huge right now. Yeah, and um, every time I mention or if they happen to look it up that he's in it, they just freak out. Like, they please list give me an him autograph. As the top person, and I, and this is not an alphabetical list. They, no. apparently he's the. I don't want to say the big draw on this, but he's definitely up there pretty he's high. He's up there. Well, apparently, I'm granted, I don't really know the show that well, but his character is what I've heard probably like one of the best, if not the best character. And on it's one not... one of the hottest shows going right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. And he's not um, necessarily like good or bad. You know, nobody in that show is one or the other, but... Um, He's definitely the most like manipulative and so really really fun. I to like watch. him already. I like him. <laughs> he, he also was in Shanghai Nights, so you know, <laughs> diverse to say yeah. the least. Mm-hmm. So, uh, is there a Facebook page that they can look out for the mm-hmm. movie and 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 the release? Obviously, we'll promote it as as much as we can on our uh, uh, Facebook. Yeah, you're going to need some other help. You're going <laughs> to yeah. yeah. You're don't. I don't think the studio's counting on us. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's a Facebook page. Um, it's Men of Granite, like a granite countertop. 
and um yeah just go like it and their updates actually like it's not just something to like and you don't hear anything about it they actually do update it quite a bit so note to self update our facebook (laughs) (laughs) well uh dave why don't you uh take us out i want to say thank you to grace for uh appearing with us today uh, we'd love to have you back after uh, filming so you can... Uh, yeah, after this movie blows up, are, are we, <laughs> you're not going to return our calls or what? Because, you know, you, no, you're very, you're very humble. Fun. You've done some great things. I, I think you're an encouragement to other young actors and actresses. What Give, give us a, a tip on your part. What would you tell these people that want to be... Uh, what, what's your end game on this is what I should say. Is What, what do you want to accomplish? And then maybe we can go from that. Well, I mean, it's easy to say win an Oscar because everybody wants to do that. But no, um, that's true. I want that, and I'm not making any effort to that. <laughs> it's probably not going to happen um, for me. <laughs> I mean, that's definitely a dream. But like I said earlier about like sitcoms and stuff, I'm mm-hmm. just kind of really, I don't know. I guess drawn to that world. Yeah. And yeah. I would really, really love to be able to be a part of something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, anything in particular, like a certain sitcom that you see yourself like that kind of style. I or, mean, I know. I love Friends. And I think that's one of my favorite shows of all time. And it's, you know, I mean, a lot of people kind of can give it some harsh critiques. You know, like, oh, these characters can't play anything else. But I would never, I wouldn't mind to be one of those characters. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's not the worst. So is ensemble more your your area? Or is it, it like, this show starring Grace? (laughs) No, I think more ensemble. I think it would just be more fun. Well, I'm actually working on a synopsis for a show like Friends. I'm just going to call it Neighbors. Yeah, <laughs> so I may send you some stuff. It's just gonna be called maybe mm-hmm. similar to friends. So, so obviously to be placed as a as a headliner in a sitcom to win an Oscar, great ambition. What would you tell people that want to be in that field? Want to be? How, I mean, what do they need to do? Because. Uh, apparently sitting around watching Netflix is not going to get you on Netflix because that's, that's the route I'm going. Well, actually, my acting teacher, you know, she really says there are some people that she coaches and they're like, oh, I don't watch TV or I only want to do movies, so I'm not going to watch TV. And oh, she's like, you're stupid. The TV is, this is, not, is the You know, lesser. you're not going to go for an audition or like I say I name my get... TV, so I have a great appreciation for television. So I don't, <laughs> yeah. So she... Well, that's what the world is coming to. Yeah, it's you're right. Because movies are now more on television in that sense. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. So, but basically, you know, like that is kind of research. It's part of your job to be like as up and current with everything as well as like the classics because, you know, mm. you can't really learn if you don't have... To know where things are kind of going right and And so um but i don't know i guess the best piece of advice is to yeah it's scary but if you want to do it you just have to like make the leap and i I know that's a really cliche thing to say that's what everybody says a lot of cliches are true i don't know if that's an actual if that's a a, uh the ones uh, that stick are true yeah yeah i don't know if that's a if that's the uh just untrue in its statement itself i mean you know that you'd say that how how cliche could be true but really you get if you don't stick to it how's mm-hmm. it ever gonna you know well and with that you know say you do make the leap and you do go to auditions and stuff a lot of people you know kind of get discouraged by yeah. critiques or by um not getting the role when it could be you know the casting director is having a bad day or you remind them of their you know, sister-in-law who they hate. You know, it doesn't have anything I'm to do with your talent. I'm going to start using my own life. I'm going to start telling myself that. I must remind them of their sister-in-law. <laughs> well, <laughs> and don't take it personal. So, well, so and, you get a lot of, you have to have a lot of rejections to get some Yeah, you know, well, and my acting teacher says, you know, she's like, once you can get past um, the nervousness and everything and just wow. accept that you are giving them the gift of your talent, 
and it'll oh, be great. so much easier. Just because, you know, you're going to make their job so much easier if you're great. And yeah. you just are so relaxed. I think relaxed. that's great. I think that's very insightful mm-hmm. on her part. And I appreciate mm-hmm. you sharing that because I think there's some, other, some young people out there, and not just young people, but people interested in that field that hear that and say, you know, I, I can't take it all personal. I mean, mm-hmm. if they don't like it, uh, art is subjective. And, yeah. you know, acting is art. And, you know, uh, if somebody, if they try to cast you, you try a tryout that is uh, an audition that, has a terrible, you know, it is written so poorly yeah. or the character's not developed at all and you can't bring life to that, then it's, yeah. it's, it's a shared... Well, the key to remember is, is, is it's a business and again, you, like you said, you may not match up to who the... Right, the it may not have anything to do with is. you. Yeah. And also, you have to like really have knowledge and peace that it's out of your control. Absolutely. You can't do anything about it. So that's a great might as well have fun with it and just do the best. You and can. I assume that is what you're doing. You're enjoying this right now. I am. There are definitely points where it's not the best job, but you know, like anything, it's a roller coaster. So yeah. Well, yeah. and you're paying your dues too by, yeah. you know, doing the walk-ons and the walk, and now, hey, I think walk ons, walk through, uh, crowd scenes, all that. I mean, that's how you get there. I was mm-hmm. saying, I think those are huge. Yeah. I mean, and making those connections, and someone's going to say, hey, I know this. I know this young lady, Grace, she'd be great for this part. Next thing you know, you're in Jurassic World 2 or whatever's <laughs> going on. I mean, that could be that could be the connection yeah. You know, yeah. right there. So Absolutely. It, it happens to other people. Why not you? I don't yeah. know how to look at Definitely. it. So, and, you're, and you're making the effort and talented. And we look forward to seeing this movie. And, and like Matt said, we'd like to get you back in the studio. If you don't, if you don't get so big that you won't uh, uh, return our calls, then, uh, <laughs> then uh, I'll and, always come and, back. And what we will do is when that is available to go see and things like that, we'll go do that and maybe do a show based on a, a, a not a, a spoiler review, but we'll, uh, we'll we'll do a follow-up episode. Absolutely. Sounds good. Absolutely. Well, uh, with that being said, uh, we want to thank you for joining us for the Are You Kidding Me show. Don't forget to check us out on our website, www.areyoukiddingmeshow.com. That's all spelled out. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at R, the letter R, the letter U, Kidding Me Show, or uh, email us uh, suggestions, comments, feedback, complaints, <laughs> negative thoughts. Uh, yeah, Devin will be happy to email uh, you at areyoukiddingmeshow at gmail.com. Dave, take us out. All right. I want to thank our first and most special guest, Grace Elizabeth (laughs) Andrews. Although she goes by Grace, I like that, Grace Elizabeth Andrews. I think you're going to be hearing about her more and more. Big things there. She's already an accomplished uh, young actress, a very nice uh, lady, and uh, we want to give her support, and we thank her for being on the show today. And we want to thank everybody for listening. We hope that you will uh, share our Twitter feed and Facebook, and uh, you'll get the word out about our Are You Kidding Me show podcast because uh, uh, we are uh, making some things happen on this show, and we are excited to uh, be a part of it, and we're excited that you're a part of it. We hope that we have at least made you smile once or twice, made you think maybe about some of these characters or maybe about your uh, Uh, career in acting or your interest in the movies and we want you to join us in the future for the are you kidding me show podcast and we hope we haven't left you scratching your head and asking yourself that question are you kidding me see you next time matt take us out